Hi, good morning on Facebook. Thank you for joining us today. We uh, had last week off because it's crazy season for us. <laughs> uh, but Christmas is a blessed time of year, amen? And the Lord increases each one of us more and more. Praise God forevermore. Is the microphone volume on all the way? Can you hear me? There we go. Is that better? Yes. <laughs> Hello, beautiful smiling faces. Thank you for coming out on Saturday. Sorry I was late. There was construction and, uh, yeah, again, chaos at Christmas. We're working a lot, but it's a good thing. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Let's just open in prayer, shall we? I know we're all prayer warriors here, and we got a lot of prayer warriors and ministers online that tune in. So let's just gather ourselves together. Corporate prayer is a powerful thing. We just take authority over this region, over the United States of America, and over any country you're in right now. Please take authority with us together. We believe with you over your country and your neck of the woods, your city, your household, your families, in Jesus' precious name. We take authority over our families today, over our surrounding region, in Jesus' precious name. We plead the blood of Jesus upon this earth and where we live and upon every single family member that's not in the kingdom of God yet. We claim their salvation today in Jesus' precious name, and we charge our ministering spirits to send angels across their path, prick their hearts, and convict them, and send laborers across their path until they're in the kingdom of the Son of His love, that their eternal redemption is paid for, bought and paid for, sealed, signed, and delivered in the blood of Jesus and that they come on into the kingdom this Christmas, this year, before this year ends. We claim that in Jesus' precious name, and we have a bright new year ahead of us, 2020. We claim their salvations. And Father, your word says that the salvation is good unto a thousand generations. Well, we're believers and we're in the kingdom and we bring them on in today. Ministering spirits, you are charged in Jesus' name to go gather the precious fruit of the earth, to bring them into the kingdom of God. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, that did it. Praise God for the power of agreement. Amen. It's good to agree. That's why Paul says in Hebrews, don't forsake the gathering of yourselves together, especially as you see the day approaching, because uh, the earth needs agreement. Amen. And the devil, uh, he was in the garden with Adam and Eve trying to break up their marriage in the beginning. So he's trying to do the same thing today, break up marriages and families. God is a family man. Amen. <laughs> And uh, we just take authority over the devil and kick him out of our Garden of Eden. Amen? And spread the kingdom of God on this earth. So praise God for the family unit. We bless him. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's just all pray in tongues, shall we? Exercise our gift that God freely gave us through the Holy Spirit. You know, the gift of tongues is a powerful weapon. Amen? And a powerful tool. Uh, Jude 20 says, if you like to turn there, it says, build yourself up on your most holy faith. Uh, praying in the Holy Ghost, keeping yourself in the love of God. So as this world waxes worse and worse, and the love of many waxes cold, the Bible prophesies, uh, praying in the unknown tongue builds ourselves up on our faith and in love. Amen. And keeps us in the love of God. Praise God. So tongues is a powerful tool in the last days and in the last day church, and it's part of using our authority. Amen. Every time we pray in tongues, we pray the perfect will of the Father. So I pray in tongues as much as I possibly can. I don't know about you. And it's a great gift because you can pray at work. You can pray at home. You can pray uh, out in, in the marketplace. And no one will know you're praying. Amen. You can pray under your breath. Uh, so praise God that God gave us a supernatural language to pray with so we don't have to rely on our brains. Amen. And on our own carnal minds. Amen. Romans says the carnal mind is enmity against God. Amen. 
So uh, I can't think up the perfect prayer, but praise God, God already knows the perfect prayer. And when I pray in tongues, I'm praying the perfect will of God to the earth. Amen. Jesus said, uh, pray this, amen. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, every time you pray in tongues, you're praying that prayer over and over again, amen. You're praying the perfect will of God to the earth, amen. So lean not on your own understanding, Proverbs 3, 5 says, but trust in the Lord with all your heart and he will guide thy path. Praying in tongues takes faith, amen. You have to have faith that what you're praying is coming to pass, amen. That it's not just gibberish. And the devil will be right there trying to tell you that, hey, this isn't working. This tongue thing is BS. It's not working. It's of the devil. Well, that's the devil telling you that. Amen? And it ain't of him. Because uh, praying in tongues gets results if anyone's prayed long enough and uh, effectively enough. Um, I've seen major results through praying in tongues. Most of my breakthroughs have come while I'm praying in tongues and in the spirit. Amen? So when you see that in the word, praying in the spirit, that means in the unknown tongue. Because it's the Holy Spirit that gives the utterance. Amen? But you got to do the work. Amen? Faith without works is dead. You have to exercise your body because you have authority over your tongue. And, and use your mouth. Amen? <laughs> Just like we have to use our mouth to speak the word into the earth. Amen? We use our mouth to pray in unknown tongues. Praise God forevermore. What a special gift he gave every member. Paul said to the whole church, I wish ye all pray in tongues. And he said, I pray in tongues more than ye all. And he wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. Amen? That spirit of wisdom and revelation that we'll look at today in Ephesians came through praying in tongues for Paul and will come through us praying in tongues as well. Amen. That's the one gift, the first gift of the Holy Ghost that stirs up the other gifts. Amen. That one gift stirs up all eight supernatural gifts of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If you look through the Bible and want to study it out, the number nine is the number of the Holy Ghost. Nine gifts, nine fruits. Amen. Nine represents the Holy Spirit, and he's got nine gifts to give us, amen, and to use effectively in the body of Christ and in our ministry. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah for the Holy Ghost, amen. Isn't the Holy Ghost good? <laughs> you know, he's God on the earth right now. Father's in heaven, Son's in heaven, but the Holy Ghost is here on the earth with us, amen. And he's a good partner to partner with and get to know, amen. He can get the job done through us, praise God. So Holy Spirit, we welcome you into this service today. We welcome you into our households. We welcome you into our businesses and to whatever we put our hands to. Lead us, Spirit of Truth. You are the Comforter and the Spirit of Truth, Jesus said. We ask you that you lead us into all truth into your word today. Give us fresh insight and fresh understanding into our authority as a believer in the New Testament church. And we ask it in the name of Jesus. And if you agree with that, say amen. amen. Should we take up our offering before we get in? I'd like to do that so I don't forget, <laughs> right before we get into the Word. If you'd like to uh, have a receipt for your giving, just give us your information. And we're getting out, uh, I think we're starting to prep uh, year-end receipts for everybody. So praise God, we're tax deductible, and we're nonprofit, a 501c3, and um, we have favor with the government, amen? <laughs> and the government's just getting better and better, if you haven't noticed. Praise God. I don't care what the liberals say or what the democrats say. <laughs> I mean, you got to have a devil to vote for abortion, amen? And if you don't vote, you're voting for abortion. I got news for you. So you have to vote, amen? Not voting is voting, and you're voting for abortion if you don't vote this year, amen, the next year. Uh, so this is the most important election of all time coming up in 2020, amen. So be sure to go out and vote if you're a Christian, which means little Christ. And Christ doesn't kill babies, amen. He creates them. Praise God forevermore. <laughs>
That's a pretty big subject, amen? Murder versus non-murder, amen? Jesus said, I've come to give you life and life in full. So he's not in the baby killing business, amen? So vote non-demon crap this year, amen? I'm Elisha and Anthony, I approve this message. Praise God forevermore, amen? <laughs> uh, again, you got to have a demon in you to start killing babies, amen? So take it or leave it, whatever. But there it is, amen? So God is restoring this nation, amen? And it has been prophesied that President Trump will do two terms. So that is going to come to pass, but he needs the body of Christ to enforce that, amen? And to take up their spiritual authority, and a ballot is a seed, amen? I remember during the last election when he got elected, uh, against all odds, filled out my ballot, put it in the mail, and said, Lord, it doesn't look like it's going to happen, but I'm putting all my faith in my seed. I sow this in faith in Jesus' name, and praise God, Donald Trump got elected. Amen. Hallelujah. And this nation is being turned around. There's spirit-filled worshipers in the White House praising God and worshiping in the White House. Amen. His wife cleansed the White House of all false idols and gods. Amen. She would not live in the White House until that place was cleansed and sanctified. Amen. And consecrated. Praise God forevermore. That God has literally taken aback the United States of America. One nation under God. It, does anybody remember the Pledge of Allegiance? <laughs> well, praise God that's coming back into school so our children's children will know it too again. Amen? One nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for everyone. Amen? For everyone. Praise God. And the truth is at the root of all that. Amen? The Word of God. This nation was founded on the Word of God through a people who love God. Amen? Israel was founded because God loved the people. America was founded because the people loved God. And we're in, we're in covenant for life. Amen? God will never leave this nation because of that. Because of its foundation. Amen? Its heritage. There's power in heritage. Amen? There's power in passing off what you know to the next generation. And we're starting to see a resurgence of that. Praise God forevermore. And we're seeing it in the White House. And it'll affect all the states. Praise God forevermore. So, Lord, we just take up our authority again over this nation, over President Trump, and over all the White House, all his staff, all his family. We make intercession, according to 2 Timothy, for all those in authority, that we may live a peaceable and quiet life. And we thank you for them, Lord. We cover them in the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for complete protection in the blood for a second term to carry out the task of God a president who's on the record is praying more than any other president in the White House. So, Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for continuing to send spirit-filled laborers into his path for advisors that are spirit-filled with the word of God to continue to pour out into this president. And we bless him, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your agenda being worked out through him in Jesus' name in 2020 and beyond. We bless you, Lord. Thank you for him and for the work he's done. He is a worker. Praise God forevermore. The first president to not take $400,000 salary each year. That's pretty awesome right there, don't you think? <laughs> Praise God forevermore that there's a businessman in the White House. Amen. And he was prophesied in through prophets. Amen. The Trump shall sound, Prophet Kim Clement sound. And there's President Trump coming on in, amen. So praise God, amen, for godly changes to continue to occur and increase 
through his next election and tenure. Amen. Can we agree on that? Praise God. And for all those on Facebook, in third world countries, we just pray for your nations where you're at. Your nations will be changed because of a God-fearing people in them. Even if you're in the midst of a Muslim nation, that's going to turn Christian as you just shine bright as lights. Amen. Every man shall come to know the truth. Amen. Every man shall meet God face to face. It's just a matter of when. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So we just bless them and their nations, their ministries, and their families today as well and wish them a Merry Christmas from the United States of America. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's go to the book of Ephesians, shall we? Also, if you'd like to sow a seed to our ministry online, um, a year-end gift, if you will, you can do so at ElishaMarkMinistries.com. And we pray over your seed and your family and bless you in exchange in Jesus' name and declare your hundredfold return to you so you have more to live with, more to give with, and more to be a blessing with in this earth, which is your covenant. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And again, Father God, we thank you for every tithe and every offering that comes in today into this ministry. And we declare by faith, according to the word of God, a hundredfold increase on their lives and in their finances, which is their rightful covenant seared in blood in Jesus' precious name. We thank you, Lord, for increase, increase, increase like they've never seen in their lives before in this new year, the year of great change and great exchange. We thank you for it, Father. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Uh, the Lord gave me Pastor Art Aragon's word for 2020 to stand on, and that's the year of great change and great exchange. There is a huge financial exchange coming, amen? And there are some big changes coming in your life if you just stick with the plan of God, amen? For the best and for the better, amen? 2020, the year of great change and great exchange. There is a big wealth transfer coming, folks. Amen. To wrap things up with in the hands of the Christians, in the hands of the body of Christ, and those who'll sow and move the kingdom of God with it. Amen. I was just reminded of the story of Oral Roberts when he was believing to build his university and also his hospital. Um, he's believing in 60 million. And he was he had it all pretty much come in in the last million a guy from Florida who owned dog racing tracks not saved not a Christian not a Jew even came into um, ORU in Tulsa Oklahoma and sat down in his office and gave him a million dollars and he said if so many people are against you you must be doing something right here you go and that paid for the whole thing and marked it done amen but just a just a guy in the world who uh, decided to spread the gospel amen and that guy's going to get blessed because of that. Amen? Saved or unsaved. Amen? Jew or Gentile. It don't matter. If you move the kingdom, you can make sure you're going to get blessed. Amen? So praise God for all those businessmen and partners out there in the world that in these end days will collaborate with the church and with the body of Christ and move the kingdom and move the gospel. Amen? So that we can wrap this thing up and see Jesus come on a white horse and take us all home. Praise God forevermore. Amen? <laughs> you know, there's horses in heaven. I was telling Sophie this this morning, my daughter, that there's, there's horses in heaven because Jesus comes on a white one. Amen? And if there's horses in heaven, there must be stables in heaven. Amen? To keep horses. Where, where's that horse going to live? Amen? So Jesus owns a horse. Amen? And God's not a respecter of persons. And the Bible says you're joint heir. So every one of us should own a horse. Amen? Hey, why not? 
God forevermore. Well, we're, we meet here on Saturday in a, on a horse property, and there's a horse down there right now. He's part white, amen? So we can get a good picture of what Jesus is going to come on, amen? They're just beautiful animals, amen? Uh, it seems like they're timid animals, but that spirit of fear just needs to be cast out of them, amen? And they become pretty submissive and obedient, don't they? James talks about putting a bridle in a horse's mouth and steering about his whole body. That's a strong beast out there, amen? And the same could be done for your body, amen? If you control your tongue and pray in tongues enough, you can control your path in life, amen? And can control your destiny in life, amen? Because life and death are in the hand of the tongue, and that comes into our authority, which we're talking about today in the book of Ephesians. Life and death are in the hand of the tongue, and those who love it shall eat the fruit thereof, Proverbs says. But I'd like to start in Ephesians 1, if we could. This is the quintessential book on your authority as the believer. It's to the church of Ephesus, which Timothy was the pastor of. And I'd like to, to say Timothy was Paul's Padawan. Seemed like Paul really sewed into Timothy the most, in my opinion. We have two letters to Timothy. And then he appoints him as pastor of the church of Ephesus, which, which was the church in its day, pretty much the epicenter of the earth. Uh, so this is a quintessential book on your authority and how to reign in life as a king and queen. Amen. There's two prayers in the book of Ephesians. Before I begin, I recommend this book to everybody outside of the Bible. It's called The Believer's Authority by Kenneth Hagin. And the prayers of Paul in Ephesians are outlined in this book. And as you read this, he encourages you to, do, to read Ephesians 1 through 3 as you're reading the book, amen, to gain a thorough understanding of your authority. So I'd like to start in Ephesians 1 today, if we can. How many know the, the Word of God is rich and will produce on your behalf, amen? Praise God for the Word of the living God, that we can stand on this rock every day of our life. It's the one thing that shall never pass away. Jesus said, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall never pass away. They are good forever, amen? Longer than your lifespan on the earth, so it's a good thing to get a hold of and stand on and build your life upon, amen? Praise God for the word, amen? He says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God. So Paul was appointed by Jesus Christ through the will of God. Many, many people in church or in ministry or in the world appoint themselves, but Paul was appointed by God, by Jesus Christ. Amen? He had a face-to-face -face encounter with Christ, actually. Amen? And was appointed an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, because Jesus only did and only said and only went and only did everything his Father said to do. Amen? They were in one accord. So Jesus Christ, by the will of God, appointed Paul an apostle to the saints who are in Ephesus and faithful in Christ Jesus. So this letter is to the faithful in Christ. Amen? Grace to you or favor to you. You can meditate on that and get blessed. Amen? Favor to you, grace to you, and peace, shalom, from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Again, they're in agreement. Jesus didn't do anything outside the agreement of his Father. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has, this is past tense, who has blessed us with every, say every, every, every spiritual blessing. Say, I'm a, I'm a spirit. Every blessing I have on earth comes through the realm of the spirit because I'm a spirit created in God's image who is a spirit. There we are. 
who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing. So those spiritual blessings turn into material blessings. Amen? They just start in the spirit because God is a spirit. With every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ, the anointed one, just as he chose us in him, now get this, just as he chose you in him before the foundation of the world, God created you and chose you, amen, out of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him. Say, I'm before him now. Before him in love. <laughs> in love. So without blame means walking in love. Before him in love, having predestined us to adoption. Says I, say, I've been adopted. I'm no longer an orphan. I have a good father who meets my every need. Having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ, the anointed one, to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. Whose will? His will. Amen. Again, it says he chose you. You did not choose him. He chose you out of the world and preordained you before the creation of the world itself. Amen. God handpicked you. That's how important and special you are. Amen. God chose you. Having predestined us to adoption as sons and daughters by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure. It was his good pleasure to pluck you out and create you of his will to the praise of the glory of his grace by which he made us accepted in the beloved. Say, I'm perfectly accepted by my father without any spot, judgment or blemish. I'm 100% accepted in his eyes and he calls me his beloved I'm in the beloved I'm his beloved he loves me just as much as he loves Jesus because he sent him to get me amen God sent his son to get to you amen those of you watching without Jesus he sent his son to get to you so just receive Jesus so you can get to God. Amen? Praise God. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. So grace inhabits all riches, which he made to abound toward us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known to us the mystery of his will. Say, I know the mystery of his will. According to his good pleasure which he purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might gather together in one, in one, in Jesus, all things in Christ, the anointed one, both which are in heaven and which are on earth. See, it's his will to have all the earth saved. Amen? To gather together all the earth and everything which is in heaven. Amen? And which are in heaven and which are on earth in him. In him also we have obtained. Say obtained. obtained. So that's past tense. Amen. All you have to do is appropriate this blessing through faith and it'll be yours. Amen. In him also we have obtained past tense an inheritance. Say I've obtained an inheritance. Being predestined according to the purpose of him who works, who works. He's working to this day, Jesus said who works all things, say all things, all things, according to the counsel of his will. Well, what's his will? 
His word is his will. Amen. He's working all things according to the counsel of his word. Amen. That we who first trusted in Christ should be to the praise of his glory. In him you also trusted. Well, didn't you? Amen. Did you trust in him? After you heard the word of truth, this is truth, the gospel, the good news of your salvation, in whom also having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. So that doesn't mean filled, that means sealed. You've been seared with the Holy Spirit the moment you came to Christ. There's a difference, as the book of Acts points out, to the filling of the Holy Spirit as opposed to the searing of the Holy Spirit. Amen? So you get born again and become a Christian, and you're seared and sealed with the Holy Ghost. Amen? But don't stop there, praise God. Get filled with the Holy Spirit and speak in other tongues, amen? And operate in your authority and in the gifts of the Holy Ghost, amen? Go on into glory, amen? Don't stop at the cross, stop at the crown. Amen? I believe crowns should be on churches, not crosses. Don't stop there. Go on into the throne room, amen? Where you're freely received and accepted, amen? Take all that's yours in Christ, amen? Take all that he freely bought and paid for for you, amen? Don't leave anything at the cross, amen? Take it up, amen? Take up what's yours and run with it. You were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, so get filled. Receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost by simply inviting the Holy Spirit to come in in a full measure, in a full way into your life, amen? And you can ask him to come in like that every single day, amen? A fresh baptism and filling of the Holy Spirit. Rivers of living water that you can drink of freely daily, Jesus said, amen? So Holy Spirit, come in right now. That's just an example of how to pray. And fill me fresh today. In Jesus' precious name, Holy Spirit, I receive you, amen. And there he comes. He's a perfect gentleman and he'll never force himself on anyone. You have to ask to receive. Amen. So praise God, he's always there to meet your request, if you request it. John Wesley, the, the founder of the Methodist Church, had a saying, and he said, I believe God can do nothing on earth unless his people ask him first. And that's pretty true. God won't invade your space. God won't invade your will. He gave you free will, amen. He can do nothing without you first asking him, amen. So I wake up every morning and be sure to ask him. Lord, feel free to bless me today. I give you full permission to bless me today. In Jesus' name. Amen. So give God permission every day of your life to invade your life with goodness, with the goodness he is. Amen. Because again, he won't enforce himself on anyone. He's a perfect gentleman. Perfect gentleman. Who is the guarantee, the Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance. That's the Holy Ghost until the redemption of the purchased possession. Say, I was bought with a price. Therefore, I glorify God in my spirit, in my soul, and in my body, which are now his. The redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. And here we go. We're getting into Paul's first prayer in the book of Ephesians. This prayer will work more than any other prayer of yours. <laughs> I've tested it and proven it. Amen. If you have loved ones unsaved, if you're praying for loved ones, if you're praying for anyone out there in the world or family or friend, this prayer will get the job done. Amen? Amen. This is the prayer you want to pray for them day and night. Kenneth Hagin said he prayed this prayer day and night 
And he said he learned more through the word of God than he did in 14 years of ministry. He learned more in six months. So much so he said, he said to God, Lord, what have I been preaching? This prayer will open the eyes of your understanding like it did his. Amen. This prayer is anointed. God gave us this prayer to pray. Amen. So I encourage you and urge you to use it. Amen. Who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory? And verse 15, where the prayer begins. Ephesians 1.15 Therefore I also, Paul, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints. Say, I love all the saints. Even the ain'ts. Verse 16, do not cease to give thanks for you. So he enters into prayer through thanksgiving, amen? Like we're supposed to do. Thank you, Father. I enter into prayer through thanksgiving. Thank you, Father. I do not cease to give thanks for you making mention of you in my prayers. That, and here's the prayer, and make this personal, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, and this is the prayer I pray over all of us, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of our understanding being enlightened, that I and we may know what is the hope of his calling, and what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to, so it's not just who are saved, but according to those who believe, who exercise their faith now, amen? According to the working of his mighty power, dunamis power, explosive dynamite power, which he worked in Christ the anointed one, when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above, say far above, far above. all principality and power and might and dominion and every single name that is named. Again, I've said Hillary was just a name. Tuberculosis was just a name. Cancer is just a name, amen? Cold, flu, arthritis, they're all just names, amen? Far above every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. Amen. You Say, I'm in his name. Therefore, I'm seated far above every other name. I've adopted his name because he's adopted me. Praise God. Say, I'm above every name in his name. Hallelujah. And he put all things, say all things, under his feet. Well, who's his feet? You are. We are. Amen. So that means all things are under your feet. Amen. We're the body of Christ. He's the head. Amen. And the head can't move without the body. And the body can't move without your head. If you cut off your head and put it on a lampstand right here, your body would be useless and your head would be useless. Amen. You need your head just as much as you need the body. Amen. <laughs> so we're his feet. So he put all things under our feet. Amen. And gave him, Jesus, to be the head over all things to his body, the church. So he gives the orders and the body, the troops, carried it out. Amen. The sergeant gives the orders and the army carried it out. We're his feet on the ground. Amen. That's an army term. Amen. Amen. We're his, what are those? Boots on the ground. Amen. Hallelujah. 
He put all things under our feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him. So say, I'm part of his fullness on this earth. God needs me just as much as I need him. Mm -hmm. See, you're yoked up in partnership with him. Amen. Say, I'm in covenant with God. Amen. He can't break covenant. Amen. You may be able to, but he never will. Amen. His blood supersedes all your actions in the flesh. You cannot break covenant with him because he can't and he won't. Amen. He's bound himself to his word. You're always in covenant with God. That's such a blessing to know that I've entered into covenant with Yahshua. yad heh Amen. Jehovah Jireh, my provider, and Jehovah Rapha, my healer. Covenant, blood covenant, better promises than that of Abraham had. Written in blood, amen? A blood covenant now that can't be broken. So much power in that covenant. Whether I miss it or whether I make it, that does not change covenant. Amen? He's the same yesterday and today and forever. Whether I be or not, I'm in covenant with him who never changes. Whether I change or not, he never does, and I'm partnered up with him. Amen? He's steady forever. Whether you are or not, he remains faithful. Amen? Isn't that a blessed assurance to know who your father is, to know who you're yoked up with? If you realize that and get that, you'll never be the same. You can go anywhere unafraid, unscathed, amen? Without lack, without sickness, without disease, and without fear of anything in this life. Knowing how big your father is and who you're in blood-bought covenant with. David knew it, and he slew that Goliath's head, didn't he? Who was much bigger than him. He said, you uncircumcised Philistines, meaning I'm in covenant with God and you're not. I know my blood rights. I know my covenant. And that's what did the job. And that's what gave him the victory. Amen. Praise God. It'll do the same for us in every circumstance and every situation. Say praise Jesus. Jesus. He lives forever. forever. Say I'm under him. The commander in chief. He gives the orders. I say yes sir. I get blessed. And so does he. I'm in covenant with the king. I love it. I love the words the Holy Spirit gives. Amen. Praise God forevermore. Which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. So again, you're a part of filling this earth with his glory. And you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins in which you once walked. We'll skip there. Verse 4. But God who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised up together, say together, and made to sit together with him in the heavenly places in himself. Again, you're in his name. That in the ages to come, you know, when you talk, demons see Jesus and demons hear Jesus and demons hear his name being spoken whenever you speak because you're in his name. You don't even have to use the name of Jesus. You're in the name of Jesus. Amen? When you speak, the devil listens. Amen? If I'm at wrestling with something, which is most likely a demon, addictions are demons. Amen? We wrestle not with flesh and blood. I just use my authority. I'm seated in Christ. Amen? 
I'm in his name. Bow down to Jesus. And it must bow down. Amen? All God needs is your authority. All God needs is your mouth to back up what you say. Just one instrument he needs to change this earth with. And that's our tongues. And so much can be done through the simple rudder, that simple instrument called our tongue. So much damage in our lives and so much blessings in our lives can be accomplished through that little rudder called the tongue. Amen. Everything we have and everything we don't have comes through the tongue. Say, I have a blessed marriage. I have a blessed family. Amen. And hold fast that confession of faith. And don't let go of it. Because you'll have whatever you say. Amen. Heaven, your covenant partner, will bend over backwards to meet your every need. And your confession of faith. Amen. Praise God forevermore. He's a good father who's listening to the words of his saints. Who is faithful to perform their words. He raised us up together so we have authority. We have responsibility in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. What we say from our place of authority gets established here on the earth. That in the ages to come, get that, in the ages to come. Well, this is the age of grace. This is the age of the church, amen. And there's more ages past this age, amen. That in the ages to come, see, you're going to be in charge of ages. <laughs> get that. That's how important you are. Amen? That in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us in, again, Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through what? Through faith, through hearing the word of God, through which faith comes. And that not of your... If you need faith in an area, just speak the word in that area. Amen? Through faith and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship. Who made us? Who worked and created us? He did. Created in Christ Jesus for what? For good works. For good works, just like Jesus did. Amen? Healing everywhere he went, speaking the word everywhere he went, and his father was just right there hastening the word to perform it. Amen? doing his word, doing what he said he'd do. Created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And I urge you to read the rest of chapter 2 and 3, and we're going to skip to 3.14, Paul's second prayer in Ephesians, that gets the job done. Amen? But be sure to read Ephesians 2 and 3 on your own, will you? And those of you online, it's authority time. Amen? It's Christmas time, but it's authority time. Amen? 2020 is going to be a great year for those operating their authority on the earth. Amen? It's time for covenant blessings to be exposed like no other. It's a good, good year ahead. Woohoo! And I am excited. Amen? The church gets brighter and brighter. The world gets darker and darker. You're going to look good. Amen? <laughs> you just stay with Christ. Amen? And stay with the word. And evil will not be able to touch you. So Ephesians 3.14 and Paul's second prayer, which I urge you to make personal and pray every day of your life. 
Paul says, For this reason, an anointed prayer given to us to pray as well. For this reason, I bow my knees. Paul prayed on his knees, it looked like. I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. A Jew turned Christian met face to face with Jesus Christ himself. All Jesus' disciples were Jews turned Christian because of Christ. Amen? From whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, say me, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened, say strengthened, with might, through his who? Spirit. Through the Holy Spirit, who he sent upon the earth. Through his Spirit, say it with me, through his Spirit, I am strengthened with all might. Remember all the stories of old, all the works of the prophets and the mighty men of God who slew giants, <laughs> who picked up boulders, who outran chariots. Mighty strength was given to these men of old. And that's the same Holy Spirit that's now in your body right now. And if the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is alive in you, how shall He not much more quicken your mortal body right now on the earth? Amen? These men of old had the Holy Spirit come upon Him and endued with strength. And they did great exploits and works. We now have that Spirit inside of us. Think about that. What car can't you outrun? <laughs> Amen? <laughs> Supernatural strength is inside of you and me. Amen? And praying in tongues will stir up that strength to get the job done. Amen? He'll lead you through praying in tongues. You'll be strengthened through praying in tongues. Amen? You'll start to feel that in your body, in your mortal flesh, through praying in tongues long enough. The Holy Spirit will start to be churned up inside of you. And who knows what great exploits will come out of you. Amen? He lives in you. Say, God's in me now. Hallelujah. Praise God. See, we're in Him, but He's in us. That's finance. That's covenant. That's partnership. Amen? And we're wrapping up with this. Say it again. I'm strengthened with all might. Through His Spirit. In my inner man. So you see here, physical strength comes through spiritual strength. Physical blessings come through spiritual blessings. Amen? It all starts and ends in the spirit. We just get blessed through the, pro through the process, our mortal man. Amen? And in this temporary time. That Christ may dwell, that's Christ, that's the anointed one and his anointing here. May dwell in your hearts. See, the anointed one is in your heart. I'm in a, I remember Kenneth Copeland, a story of Kenneth Copeland's granddaughter, Lindsay. She lives in Los Angeles now. Sorry I said that. <laughs> but she was in the hospital as a young, young girl. And she was diagnosed with uh, malangitis. Is that the name of that? Meningitis. Just meningitis, yeah. Which doctor said was deadly. And she went and lived past the night. And her mom was in the hospital room, Kelly Copeland. And she said no. And she said when the doctor said that, she saw a big gray cloud start to come out of her, at her down the hospital corridor. And she pointed to that cloud of darkness and said, Fear, I resist you and rebuke you in the name of Jesus. You have no place in me. And she said, she told her dad, Kenneth, she said it was amazing how fast that 
cloud of darkness shriveled up and dissipated into nothing just by using her authority against it. Amen? The Bible says, resist the devil and he will flee from you and run from you in terror. Amen. And she did. Amen? And Kenneth Copeland was on the way to the hospital while she was on the hospital bed. And the Lord gave him a word, praying in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit spoke to him. Amen? And said, when you get to her hospital room, lay your index finger of your right hand on her sternum and point to her sternum and say these words. Say, the anointing that's in Lindsay, I command to rise up and put this disease down now. And the moment he acted that out in the flesh, what he saw in the spirit, she was made well and sat up in that bed and said, I'm healed. And was healed and delivered of that disease. Because he acted on what he saw in the spirit, praying in the Holy Spirit. And you can act the same way. Same with me. Amen. What we see when we pray in the Spirit, God will give us instructions to act out in the flesh. And we do good works and great exploits because of it. Jesus did not do one great miracle or work until the Holy Spirit came upon him. And neither will any Christian in the body of Christ until the Holy Spirit comes upon them and dwells richly within them. Amen leading us into all truth and every good work. Amen. The Holy Ghost does. Your confidant, your best friend on the earth. The Holy Spirit in you. So just like these great men of old had the Holy Spirit come upon them for great works, now that Holy Spirit's in us, leading us through us into great works. And we always have access. Again, the more you pray in the Holy Spirit, the stronger your body will get. You'll be charged up like a battery which that word edify really means, to charge yourself up like a battery. So if you're low on juice, pray in the Holy Ghost, amen? You can go forever, just like that Energizer Bunny, amen? That just keeps on beating, amen? Praying in the Holy Ghost charges yourself up like a battery, and it comes through your inner man, your spirit man, and proceeds outward to your mind and your flesh, amen? Strong in spirit, strong in mind. Strong in spirit, strong in body. Strong in spirit, strong in health. Strong in spirit, strong in finances. Amen? It all comes through the spirit because it's who God is. And it's who you are. You are a spirit. Amen? If I take off this shirt and throw it to the ground, it will have no life in itself. I'm the one that's giving life to this. It's moving because I'm in it. It's the same with you and your body. The only reason your body's moving is because you are in it. The moment you cast off your body, it's dead. It won't move without you. Amen? You'll continue to move without it. In fact, you'll put on a new suit that looks better than the suit you're wearing now. <laughs> in corruption. Amen? A new body that will never fade away far surpassing 120 years which the earth suit was made to last 120 amen this mortal shall put on incorruption Paul says what a glorious day that will be to receive a new body that lasts forever I just think of Iron Man that just keeps going forever can't be damaged can't be touched with any weakness what a day that'll be to rule for ages the saints. Amen? 
That's your authority. That's your position in him, which he's called everyone into. Family equals position. Family equals authority. Amen? Praise God. And we'll end with this. With might through his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts, your spirits. That word hearts is spirits. That's not your pulmonary gland. That's your spirit. Your real man. Through faith. Through faith. That you, say me, being rooted and grounded in love. You're rooted and grounded in the kingdom through love. You're rooted and grounded in your faith through love. May be able to comprehend. Walking in love brings comprehension, understanding, and revelation. May be able to comprehend with all the saints, not one person left out of the will of God and revelation knowledge. With all the saints, what is the width and length and depth and height to know, to know. That word know is an intimate word. Actually, if you, if you discover that word, it's as a man should know his wife. That close intimacy, that word know right there. To know the love of Christ, the anointed one and his anointing. To know this is completely different than to hear about it. You need to experience it. A relationship. Amen? There's a difference be between relationship and fellowship too. I may be in relationship with my wife, but if I don't have fellowship, that relationship's going to suffer. So it takes fellowship to get to know someone, to build your relationship. And that's what this word know here means. To know the love of the anointed one and his anointing. It takes time and fellowship, amen? And that's a seed worth sowing, is time to get to know him not to just hear about him. And we know him through his word, don't we? Because he is the living word. Say, I know him. And I get to know him more and more with each passing day. My relationship with Christ gets better and better as I sow time into it. I reap great rewards. <laughs> oh, what a good relationship to have. It's the relationship that will mark every other one of your relationships. If you have bad relationships, you have a bad relationship with him. If you have a good relationship with him, all your other relationships will flourish because he's very relational. He's all about relationship. He died to restore relationship. He died to restore fellowship. To know, as a man should know his wife, the love of Christ, which passes knowledge. See? That experience and intimate understanding surpasses head knowledge. It's a knowing. It's a personal relationship. That you may be filled with all the fullness of God. <laughs> so what Samson did, what Elijah did, what David did, you can do. Being filled with all the fullness of God. Those men were not filled with God. God simply came upon them. He's filling you and me in the New Testament church. Amen? Christ in us, the hope of glory. 
Now to him, verse 20, who is able, say he is able. Now to him who is able to do exceeding, oh I love this verse, exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power, the dunamis power that works in us, to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations. Say to all my generations forever and ever. Amen. And we'll close with that. Did anyone get something from this service? Amen, amen. Let's all stand and close and because <laughs> it's getting cold. Amen. Lord, we just thank you for sending your son for Christmas. Praise God. That day that we celebrate Christ's coming. We bless him this morning and throughout this holiday season and into the new year, the year of great exchange and great change. We bless you, Father God. Thank you, Lord, for having us in your presence today. Thank you, Lord, for encompassing us about us with a shield. That your favor goes before us and behind us. That you go before us and you are our rear guard, as the word says. That we are completely protected in your presence and in the blood of Jesus all the days of our life. And we speak this over the next generation and our children's children as well. They are protected through your blood. They will see great days ahead of them. Change is coming to the United States and it's coming powerfully through the ushering in of the Holy Ghost upon this nation. All who give me place, saith the Holy Spirit, shall see the greatness of God in your day and in your city, in your time and in your lives. For I will not enforce or intrude myself upon anyone who does not first give me place. But those who ask shall receive and shall round up with wings as eagles and run and never grow weary and walk and never grow faint. And we give you all the praises for doing it in our midst today. In Jesus' name. And if you agree with that, say amen. amen. Thank you for coming out. We love you on Facebook. We love you. Thank you. Bless you. And Merry Christmas. Hallelujah. Yeah, walk yeah. 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 Yeah